Hey guys, it's Cammy and it's Amanda, and we're basically basic. We'll just set the tone really quick. We have to give you a picture of where we are right now because this is a non-conventional totally. episode recording. Recording, I guess. yeah. But it's so exciting. It's so fun. So we are in. So if you hear like a little waterfall background, we're not in Mexico. It's because we're in a spa. <laughs> it's because we're in a resort. Oh my gosh, I wish. I know. I wish. Your parents are. Yeah, my parents are in Mexico right now. They've been texting us every day, and like in the beginning, it was like, "Oh, you guys are so cute," and now I'm like, "Okay, we get it." Rude. <laughs> so if you guys ever questioned our dedication to this podcast, let me just tell you, this is how high of a level that we're dedicated. You are at the highest we're level. The highest Jesus, level. <laughs> our husbands. <laughs> And then clearly you guys, because... So we're at a Bachelor finale watching party. So excited. Who is Peter going to choose? IDK. What's going to happen? Honestly, apparently Peter IDKs. He doesn't even know. (laughs) Chris Harrison IDKs. Like everyone IDKs. That's so true. So we're at a um, Bachelor watching party and there's girls in the living room. Like There's a cheese board. There's a cheese board. There's wine. Like Unfortunately not for me. I'm staring (laughs) at your wine. (laughs) So we are in our girlfriend's bedroom doing this, and we're like, wow, we're so dedicated. If you can hear, physically hear a party going on just a wall away. It's because it's happening. And I feel like as the episode, I don't know when they're going to start. We were like, go ahead, start without us. But I'm sure you guys will know when they start because we'll probably hear, like, gasps or, like, <laughs> screaming. We'll be like, BRB, guys, got to go in there. BRB, we'll just, just got to go see what's happening. Because this is the most dramatic season ever. Oh, ever. I, mean, I honestly can't even talk about it because – it's basically, so we're recording this. It's Tuesday night. We're going to yes. listen tomorrow. We release this tomorrow. Yeah. So tomorrow you will know, we will all know what happened. All I know is last night, Barb took this thing and just, <laughs> just really derailed it. it. I was like, in my oh, wildest Barb, dreams, Barb. did I not expect that Barb was talking about Hannah Ann when she was like, bring her home to us. <laughs> also, I was like... You need to chill. Yeah, it is. It, it was a lot. We, we've also been talking about Bachelor, but I've just told Cammy that Tyler and I have been obsessed with Love is Blind. Love is Blind, you guys. Love is Blind. You what? guys. Is is it? Is it? I don't know. You I have haven't to wait. finished. You have to, I don't know. <laughs> you have to watch the finale to see. We were a little bit late on the train, but man, once we boarded, we were on. We were on it. We were see, on See, I'm just confused it. how you get Tyler to watch these with you. Like, I feel like everyone's husbands is down, and Steven, like, literally... I cannot. Okay, here's the thing. And I really think this is like, this is really funny. But because our lives are so not that right now, like not even close. Like a oh, date yeah. night is like, you know, rare to come by. And you I don't think go to Mexico co- on your date night. <laughs> yeah. So you don't talk with a wall in between yeah, you and exactly. not see each other's faces. I think because we're like in such high parent mode right now, like physically and mentally with two kids, like man to man. These kind of shows are the most entertaining because we're like, to be in a world like this right now it just feels so like opposite of ours that we get sucked in and then we have su- it literally is like the best thing like we'll like pop open a bottle I of wine and then that. we like literally have so much fun watching it like Tyler would, would text me midday in this love is blind you know realm that we were in and, and like thinking like, about it he we like had a theme song he was like love is blind love is blind stop <laughs> You guys are cute, which I guess we need to let our BBs know if you don't know what Love is Blind is, because oh. I didn't know. Have you been living under a rock? Well, maybe. <laughs> I really, I feel like pregnancy has put me under a rock. Oh, like, totally. I like, don't should. know what's happening. But basically, That's Love is thing. Blind is Netflix's Bachelor, take, basically take on The Bachelor. But a little different. It is different. It's shot very differently. It's very. more like documentary style. And the theme, the point of the show is that these people are in these like pods, pods quote unquote, yeah. and they're 
developing a whole relationship behind a wall where they can't see each other. And they're supposed to, the only way that they can meet face to face is if they say yes to a proposal. Which I'm sorry. I know. I know. It's really And I, again, I think you're right. I think the reason why these shows, like, and I, okay, I will preface this by saying, I feel like I, you and I can watch The Bachelor and Love is Blind. And like to us, it's like so far out there because totally. we're, we're married, yes. we're, we're married like in kid, family yes. season. Uh-huh. But like, honestly, I would, if someone's single and like struggling with that, I maybe wouldn't recommend watching it because no. it may give you bad ideas. And it is, it's trash TV. I feel like or, everyone has their like, maybe show that they watch that they shouldn't totally. watch. Yes. But like. Kardashians, shout out. Yes. But like the beginning of it, I'm like the idea of getting to know someone and connect on a level without. Seeing them. Seeing them is beautiful. So cool. But then why Proposing. do you have to get engaged to see each other? I know. Like you should just say like, yes, I will exclusively date right. you. I would like to be in a committed relationship with your heart yep. is beautiful. Yeah. Totally. Not let's see let's spend our lives together. I know. But the premise too is, I still don't recommend this for any single ladies <laughs> like, listening. Still unrecommended. <laughs> still unrecommended. But they have the whole like point is to see if they make it to the actual altar. So at the altar, oh, see, I haven't reached that yet. Okay, see, so at the altar, one could even say like, if you and I are in a committed relationship, I could say like, yes, Cami, I do, and you would be like, Amanda, but I don't, and that happens. No. I'm not gonna tell you to like which couples, but it is like cringe. There was parts where Tyler a little and like. Tyler hates, he's a nine on the Enneagram, so the thought of, like, confrontation or anything remotely close to this, like, literally makes him cringe. And I was living for it because I was like, what if, like, that person's going to say no. There is no way that they're going to commit their lives to this person. And Tyler would literally get the blanket, pull it over his face, and he's like, tell me when it's he's over. Like, no. He's like, I can't. He's like, this is so cringe. That this... And it's in front of friends and family. Like, it's an no. actual wedding. Yes. But, again, I'm like, okay, better to do that. I know. Than to get married to commit. somebody that yeah. you're not. Yeah. It's so interesting. Oh my gosh. The world, the world we're living in. The world we're living in right now. <laughs> and the fact that like some of these might work out. Or, I know. I don't know. It's the whole crazy. thing. It is. It's just so entertaining. And I, I feel like, I think The Bachelor is realizing though that they need to step, like, it, up. step it up. I know. Which is why I think, first of all, I'm not a big fan of Claire Crawley. So that's going to be interesting. The yes. Bachelorette. Yes. But I feel like they chose her because they realize she's 38. Yep. She actually like wants to look for love. She's been on the show she's before. She's been on the show. And I feel like they realize that this whole like insta fame influencer 20 year old being on the show it's like it's just not yeah well it's also like the odds of it actually working out Mm -hmm. and them being ready for marriage Mm -hmm. is like pretty slim and it's sad and people want to see that i feel like it's sad too because some of the people that auditioned for bachelor bachelorette like let's be real want the fab fit fun deal at the end of it like they're like i don't really care if i get a husband like i just want a couple million yeah they're like i would love some more followers because apparently (laughs) i mean Think about it. If you're, like, a quote-unquote influencer, mm-hmm. you just get to live your life and have people, like, pay you to, like, oh, totally. post about things, which I'm down. We did, like, a deep dive into Love is Blind people after the show. Are they famous? And they all have, like, 300K plus followers. Now. Like, they're all verified. And we're like, are you serious? What? It's crazy. Like, you can't – because that's what we live in. Like, if you invest into someone's life, even if it's fake, even if it's produced, like, on TV, people still want to, like, follow the rest know. Of, Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It is – it's so crazy. And I think about this, like, with – like our children like obviously being pregnant I keep thinking about like what is the world that my son is going to grow up into but like we pray we, in Jesus well name. obviously in Jesus be. name he will not be on any of these reality shows <laughs> but but that like to him like and to your kids too like being an influencer being like a YouTuber like those are like jobs that they will like like I bet you so many kids in kindergarten right now when they're like what do you want to be when you grow up there's probably like at least 30 percent that are like YouTuber like, that's oh, a I'm job. Oh, I'm sure. But that is weird. That's weird. It was so not our era. No. I literally saw it. We're, like, going off the walls because it hasn't been Cammy and I since January I 15th. We're so glad to do this just us. Yes. We the, love our guests. We love our guests. And the Waiting Well series was 
top notch. So Every amazing. episode was so good. But we're like, we looked back and we're like, oh my gosh, we haven't done an episode just you and I in since January 15th. And we're well into 2020 now. Well in 2020. And we haven't even had a chance to really talk about all these I know. shows we that we're it. watching. <laughs> so this is our time. This is it. So okay, um, we're going to obviously go into like the real stuff. But before this, Amanda and I got our nails done because we're we basically did. basic. We did. We got pedicures and we were drinking coffee. Yes. So we're not drinking it right now. But what were but we, we drinking? we were. I was doing my double shot accident discovery that you made for <laughs> Because me. it's so nice it's outside so today. I know. It's so, y'all, it is literally 85 degrees. Yeah, this is iced coffee weather for, for sure. For sure. Um, oh, but exciting Starbucks okay. news. Have you seen, have you had the new, like, okay, so I'm not a matcha fan. Okay. But they have a new I don't know one. if I've really had matcha, to be honest. It's a little bit like grass. I oh, feel cool. like. It's I like love a, to drink yeah. grass. Hmm. It's like one of those, like, health nut, like, I love grass. Um, but they have a new pineapple matcha tea. Wait, that sounds really good. And it was so good. An iced? An iced, like, pineapple. So I think it, like, takes away, it's like you can see a little bit of the matcha, because apparently matcha is good for you. So yeah. you can, you can taste a little bit of it, but it's like, they put a little bit of pineapple, so it's just like, oh, it's not grass anymore. Now it's like... Like pineapple juice? Pineapple grass. Yeah, kind of. Wow. Is there caffeine in it? Like, can I have it? I bet you, I don't know, but I bet you could ask for it without. And I've had, I've had like, unsweetened iced tea, yeah. so probably the you same probably amount do, of caffeine. Totally. Yeah. I'm down. So, it's really good. I didn't have it today, but I did try it when it came out, and I was... See, I want to get that because vibing. this has been my dilemma. So, and I don't know if you, I think you'll understand this, but get, I've been getting decaf drinks since I've been pregnant, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and for some reason, getting something warm in the morning, like, it doesn't feel like a waste. Even though Even it's decaf, totally. I feel like it's like a warm drink, and yes. it just, it feels like... I have a purpose. mug in my hand. Yeah, I, I don't know. Sleeve. But getting the ice drink, I every time I order it, I'm like, this is a waste this is of stupid. Time. Yeah, I don't know why. I, I don't. There's no that. difference. There's no but except the caffeine. I just know there's no caffeine in it. it they taste more watery. It's uh, not as like that's concentrated. Why. That's why. I feel like oh. that's probably a Starbucks thing too. I bet you could get away with a good decaf ice drink at like a specialty coffee yes, shop. Yes, I think you're you right. Know? Because I feel like Starbucks is like, uh, decaf. But I mean, I liked what I got. So today I got an iced decaf Americano with the sweet cream. Because I love the sweet cream. And so they just put that on top. Oh, yeah. But sometimes they put too much and then it's like really sweet. Nice. And then I'm like, I'm just drinking sugar. Love that. But yeah, guys, we're officially in iced coffee mode, (laughs) which does say how long we've, like, how long it's been since we've done a podcast, just me and you, because. Did January, we had a, I felt like a long winter. We and did then all have of a, a sudden, winter. oh, it's spring. It's spring. And also, can we talk about, okay, so if you guys have been listening for a while, you know that last winter, so last like January, March was a really kind of heavy time for you. Yeah. Kimmy. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And something happened, and we're not going to like fully go into depth today because I really am still processing and I want the, I want to like really ask the Lord how He wants me to talk about this on the podcast first. But, the month of February for me was probably one of the darkest months of my life. You're right. And it's crazy. It's the same it literally, season. It was the same season for both of us, but like swapped like a year later. And both when we were 30 because I was yeah, just turned oh my 30 gosh, you're and you right. just had turned 30. You're so right. And you know what's funny? When I, I turned 30 in October of 2019 and I literally had this feeling of like, oh, I feel totally the same. Like nothing's really different, whatever. And I remember kind of thinking like, well, I've already had my baby. Like, my baby's three months old. Like, Gwen's three. Like, I know exactly what this year's going to look like. Like, I'm not in a waiting season necessarily. Like, I'm not pregnant. Right. I'm not, like, I'm just 30 now. So, like, cool. I know exactly what it's going to be. And then let me tell you, Jesus wrecked that, like, just thought process. Wow. And I feel 
I guess let me put it this way. I didn't feel like I was excited for my 30s, but I didn't feel this like epiphany of like the Lord's excitement for my 30s. Like it was more just like like another another, another day, day, like the totally. next step. And I think because I'm a mom and I have two kids, I thought to myself like I know exactly what it's going to look mm-hmm. like. It's not like I'm in a season quote everyone's in a season of unknown. Like we never know what's going to happen, but I think I just knew what my role was because I my job right now and my mission like is to be a wife right now and take care of my kids and do this podcast. Like there's things already lined up basically. And so I didn't really feel, I guess this is going to sound terrible, but this is like the real real is I just didn't feel this need for Jesus necessarily. Like I do. You were just in a comfort zone a little totally. bit. I, I think I was complacent and I, if someone would have told me that, I think I would have been like offended and like, no, I'm not. I love the Lord. I go to church all the time. Right. Um, especially because I've had that season before. Like we've talked about the breakup that Tyler and I went through. And to me that was like, oh, okay, great. I've been there, done that. And I don't think I ever realized that like that can come again if Mm -hmm. you're not careful. And And I don't even think like if you're not careful, I feel like, like, I think it's, it's, it's hard when we think about suffering because like it's bad and it feels bad and mm -hmm. it's not comfortable. But I think if we look at the gospel, like Jesus walked through the more suffering actually he walked through was the closer he was to his calling the closer he was to like fulfilling his purpose on earth in fact his whole purpose on earth was to suffer to and suffer, die and yeah. then to resurrect totally but it's like and I mean and to show us what God looked like the father there's many purposes mm-hmm. but I feel like suffering was a key part of his Who walk he was. and like it you know he could have easily been like well I've already been rejected by friends so like there's no way it's going to happen again or like mm-hmm. I've already been criticized or I've already been betrayed or I've right. already been whipped once and then it happens you know, a million more times or like oh my gosh. all this stress so I feel like a lot of times when we walk through our things we think well that exactly what you just said well it's done I've mm-hmm. done that mm-hmm. that season's that over season's over yeah What's and then next? it's like but I think sometimes God does use stuff not not that he ever causes it but he allows it he allows it or he like it just walks with us in it mm-hmm. oh, because and it boy, takes us he. to that deeper valley <laughs> yeah but i love i mean i just applaud you like and i can't wait that's why we said we don't want to talk about it tonight because we yeah. want her to like be able to process it and like and honestly like the environment in i'm place. in bachelor mode i just want to be totally real, so not the like, other vibe they're I like know. laughing over there screaming at barb on the tv <laughs> and we're like but it's really hard so i know if i like really go into it with this environment, it won't. I think my mind's in like a million places, and I really want to just steward this conversation well. And I'm, I, I do feel out of that kind of cloud that I was in. But I told Cami, Cami like walked with me very closely through it because there would be moments where I would just text her, be like, "I need you to pray right now," and it would just felt like a really heavy spiritual attack. And uh, there was a lot of factors. Again, I'll go into it next week. But I told Cami, I think the bottom line too is that Jesus loves us exactly where we're at but for me in this moment and he did love me where I was at but for me I personally felt like he was telling me Amanda I love you too much to let you stay where you're at yeah that's so good and whenever I realized that because I didn't realize that in the beginning like when the beginning of the month when I like just kind of was like what the heck is going on um I it was in panic mode to be very honest and then the more I got panicked the more I was like Jesus where are you like I need you and it, it was then that he started to tell me I'm right here but like this is gonna be a time, and you're gonna walk really closely with me through this. Yes. So yes, I'm so excited. All that being said, I'm so excited to talk about that soon. Still processing and asking the Lord how He wants me to talk about that. Um, but I'm just also really excited because I think we think of Jesus a lot of like He's beautiful and He's kind and He's the Lion and the Lamb and just these things that we are good things. And I think sometimes for me, anyways, when I would pray and ask God to make me more like Him, I don't pray 
God, please let me suffer more. Right. Or please yeah, let me Yeah, let me partake more. in your suffering. Let me partake. Yeah, I don't, nobody like really wants that, but we forget like God was a God of suffering. And like yeah. he, we forget to like, if we want to look like Christ, like there's going to be aspects that aren't comfortable. And I feel like that's kind of what I just walked through. That's and so, so good. I'm excited to. And I love that you said he was right there with you, but I think something that I've learned through my process of the miscarriage, like, I, like mm-hmm. my year ago experience, mm-hmm. and before that, just our, the harder time I experienced in California, like that I think I used to confuse, well, if he's with me, that means it's going to go away. Mm-hmm. Like because if he's with me, that means that he removes it. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes he's just with you in it. Yeah. And he's just walking through you know, with you with hand you. in hand. But that's so sweet because isn't that a father? It like, totally isn't is. that such a good father to be and like... And a friend. It's like the father, friend. the friend, like yes. the protector. And to know that like, okay, he's here and like that means I'm safe. Mm-hmm. Like he's mm-hmm. walking with me and it's so hard. Yeah. But, like he's close, yes. you know, and... So good. So really, I mean, guys, this episode, we don't have like a super big agenda. We just, we miss you guys and we just kind of wanted to be Pop open with our hearts of <laughs> yeah. like where we're at. So... Amanda shared, you know, she's been walking through since January to now, probably mm-hmm. one of the hardest seasons she's walked through. And the Lord is still like revealing kind of how to process that. Mm-hmm. And probably even like months to come, you'll be like totally. still having revelation of like, where yes. did that come from? What was that? Where was God? Mm-hmm. What was the enemy doing? Like just all these things. Um, for she- me, I feel like January to now has been so fast. I'm like, I, yeah. I can't even, I'm on my third trimester of pregnancy, so which crazy. is crazy. That is so crazy. Um, I, I feel like the theme of pregnancy for me, I was telling you this earlier, has been, there's been a lot of like just invitations from the enemy for fear. Mm-hmm. Like just random things like, you know, started off with the car accident. Mm-hmm. Six weeks pregnant, being told like, you know, you won't know until a week from now if you have a miscarriage or not. Just, and then having to cling to like, you know what? I'm going to choose faith over fear. Mm-hmm. And then there was the fibroid thing where I was on bed rest and I was going to be told I'm going to be on bed rest for the rest of pregnancy. That's so crazy. And like at that point it was, I was like four months in. So I'm like, that's a long time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have a job and like life yeah, and you know. to do. And if you know me, you know, bed rest is probably not my vibe. No. Um, but then like four days later, the Lord just completely miraculously healing me. And there's just been kind of thing after thing. We that there was a one point in our pregnancy where there was a sonogram that they found like a spot on his heart, mm-hmm. and because of my fibroids, my sonograms have been a little bit blurry, mm-hmm. um, which again I think has just caused me to have to lean into more trust because yeah. I don't have the reassurance of like mm-hmm. seeing like I can't see it. The doctors mm-hmm. can see everything they need to see and they've mm-hmm. got to measure everything they want to measure. Mm-hmm. But I can't like I look at the sonogram and there's been a couple times I've left crying because oh. Steven is a doctor. He knows what to look for. He can like see. Mm-hmm. But I'm like I just see gray blobs because my oh. fibroid is so big yeah. on one of the sides that it's like it kind of blocks the baby in mm-hmm. the sonogram. So like there's like one sonogram we have where you can see like half of his face, but the other half is like black from the fibroid. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, but it's just been this, I saw, I was praying the other day and anyways, they saw, they saw the spot on his heart and we had to go to a specialist to get a more in-depth, you know, sonogram. Right. And we get there and it's like for people that have like really it, like major like, issues with yeah, their babies. Yeah. And again, just this invitation of like faith mm-hmm. over fear. And, and when the doctor said like, there's, I see a spot on his heart, we need to like, get this checked out I was like of course obviously freaking out at first and then I just really heard the Lord say like are you going to listen to like this report or my Mm, report and mm. not that I don't trust my doctor because obviously I really trust doctors yes but this was like a could be I don't know whatever didn't they even say the word like 
it could be this, but it could be nothing. Right, exactly. They said it could be this or it could be nothing. Yeah. But of course, the second you hear it could be this. you It's so hard not to go into like yeah, protective the enemy mode. has yeah. that like word mm-hmm. and he just like starts to speak and whisper those mm-hmm. lies. And it, mm-hmm. and I had to constantly be like, no. no. But it was funny because I'm like, the percentage of it even being that was still low, mm-hmm. but it, it felt so loud. And I just yeah. felt the Lord being like, are you going to listen to my report over this baby, which mm-hmm. has been health and I've had so many words about him being like a mighty warrior yes. and just like all these things, or you're going to listen to this one comment. Mm-hmm. And so again, just choosing trust. Mm-hmm. And then we go back for the sonogram and it's the, the doctors are like, I don't even know why you're here. Your baby's perfect. Like don't even see the spot. That's so like crazy. crazy. So it's just been a lot like a repetition. I mean, there's like been even other things that I won't go into sharing the details, mm-hmm. but the other day I was praying and I was like, God, what is this? Because mm-hmm. like, I think, again, when we walk through something hard, we mm-hmm. think the next thing should just be really easy, really right? Easy, yeah. So, like, I'm like, I had a miscarriage last year. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, that means that there it. should be a yeah. free pass. <laughs> yeah. Like, this pregnancy should be a breeze. Yes. Everything should be perfect. And instead, I really, I saw this picture as I was praying of, mm-hmm. like, um, you know those – okay, this is, like, a weird picture. But, you know, like, in Rapunzel. Mm-hmm. She's like up Shout in, out Gwen's favorite movie. <sighs> so I literally watched it, it yesterday. Okay, so you totally Tangled. know Tangled. Yes. Her name's Rapunzel in the movie, though, right? Movie. I always yes. call her Tangled, but I'm like, that's not a word. Um, Rapunzel up in her tower. Yeah. And she has, like, those ropes that she, like, pulls down. Like, she, like, takes – you know, like, not a rope, but, like, she – doesn't she, like, tether things – she tries um, to get down to her hair, hair. Yes, but yes, before her yes, hair. Yes. So picture her in this princess in a tower. Okay. And they have like just, you know, a t-shirt or ropes or anything out there that they're trying Tiny to build things. these knots yes. to like go down. Yes. And I saw the Lord being like, every time you're choosing like faith over fear, mm-hmm. it's another knot. Oh, that's so And beautiful. it's another like part of Layer. that rope yeah. that I'm like creating for you to like get down from that experience yeah. to get back to like to this place Me. of like deep trust yeah and it's just this like relationship with him where he's like showing me time and time again like I'm faithful mm-hmm. I'm faithful mm-hmm. I'm faithful and even in the miscarriage like I was faithful and I feel like it's just rebuilding of trust and mm-hmm. so recently I had another situation where something might have gone wrong in my in a test I had to do and it, it was really cool because for the first time my response was like I'm not even worried about it. I was like, okay, like this has happened like six times. Like this is just clearly the what's happening with my pregnancy. Yes, and I'm like, and every time it's nothing. And and it, I'm actually like, I was telling Stephen last night. I'm actually at the point where I'm thankful because Mm. because of all these little things. Mm -hmm. I feel like going into my labor, I'm like, I just feel so much peace because I'm like, he's got me. Mm -hmm. And even if something. The doctor comes in and says, blah, 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 or we might have to do this, or mm-hmm. this might be this. I feel like I've learned to hear his voice louder mm-hmm. in this pregnancy, and that, like, he's creating this, this deep faith bond between me and him. And I know it's not going to stop. Like, yeah. when I have the baby, there's going to be an endless amount of thing I could choose to worry about mm-hmm. forever, you know, mm-hmm. till he's, till I'm dead. Honestly, totally. I'm honestly, like, it probably honestly, never stops. Yeah, the thing is, is. As a mom. Yeah, Cammie's mom and I had this conversation. Y'all had, like, the sweetest. We, oh, my gosh. During this, like, Waiting Well series, we, it was actually the night before we recorded um, Morgan's episode about Waiting Well and singleness. We, I stayed the night at Cammie's parents' house, and her mom, Patty, and I were, like, out in the kitchen. I missed the entire episode of The Bachelor because her mom and I just got caught up on all this, like, motherhood talk and how things that we do um, just to hear God's voice louder. And we were talking, she was like, let me tell you, Cammie's... 30 years old and she was like I still worry about her every single day and I just had this moment of like oh my gosh it's never gonna stop it's never and, gonna stop yeah and it's like 
the thing is, is, but Jesus is never going to stop loving Gwen or George more than he loves me. Like, you know what I mean? It's like more than I love yes, him. Yes, that's so true. So it's like, again, it's just this constant reminder every single day to be like, hey, I've got this. Like, I created you. I have plans to prosper you, not to harm you. And just like speaking that over the lives of your children yeah. and yourself and know that like, we're not going to have that not worry until we get to heaven. That's so and that's true. Just what it and is. it has to like constant. And so it is kind of him to like build those moments through mm-hmm. suffering or through having to just lean into his voice because mm-hmm. it actually creates a foundation that we can stand on through totally. further seasons. And again, yes. it seems annoying. It's mm-hmm. like, but we're in a battle. We're mm-hmm. always going to be in a battle, mm-hmm. you know? Absolutely. So I feel like those are the negative, not negative, but those are like, again, not They're negative. Real. They're real. Yeah. And the sharpening things we've walked through. But what Amanda has been the biggest joy over the past three months, anything that God's been like, you're teaching you or like, Something like fun you're enjoying or... So I think the biggest joy... Well, actually, I know the biggest joy has been, number one, just his presence. Yeah. Because I I really do feel like knowing his voice and spending time with him brings joy into every situation. So, and, and before, I think like, again, if it was like a quote unquote good day or everything was going good, that would be my joy. Wow. Yeah, that's so you good. You know, and I think it's, I think it's really easy when things aren't that hard or when things are going really well and your kids are healthy and your husband's healthy and you're financially like doing pretty good like you know just all the things that the Mm -hmm. world says is oh you're good I think when you're in that kind of place it's really easy to miss out on the things that God has for you and one thing he's been teaching me is to just lean into him the first thing every single day whether I get interrupted and whether Gwen puts crown on my bible or not like color literally <laughs> you this call morning, it crown i know i can't no, say no she means crayon i can't say the word i can't believe i'm just discovering this about you literally when you said puts crown i literally was You're picturing like, her putting is, a princess crown on your I bible i, I was like that's word. beautiful crayon, that's prophetic amanda crayon crayon now i don't even know what i say crayon crayola crayon <laughs> a wax little thing that you write uh, like coloring thing in rainbow colors anyway so in the mornings like if i'm opening my bible reading she's her, she's very into coloring right now and even this morning i was like okay god like i want to spend a good hour with just the kids playing and like me reading your word and she came over multiple times and just literally scribbled all over my bible but it was i didn't get annoyed with it like i think in times it's very easy to yes but for me it's just like kind of the ebb and flow and like learning like this is the season absolutely in. because i know that one day number one she's gonna remember me spending time with jesus because mm-hmm. she's gonna see it whether it's interrupted or not. And then number two, I love that, like, hopefully one day she's in college and I'm looking at these little scribbles. I was going to say, you're going to love that. that. my three-year-old did my Bible. And it's, I will probably wreck you me. You'll lose your it mind. Will, <laughs> you will lose, lose your mind. mind. Yes. Yeah. So anyways, he's been showing me that, no, that he is the joy, number one. And number two, I'm just really loving that he's teaching me to really enjoy every single season and be present in every single moment. And I feel like I'm in a place right now where I'm really not wishing anything away. Like I'm genuinely loving That's so every good. I'm loving every se- season, even like the good and the hard days because I just know that they're really fleeting. Yeah. It goes by so fast. It goes by so fast. Yeah. I mean, I feel that with my pregnancy even so I'm like I can only imagine once he's born like how yeah. fast it's going to feel. Totally. Um okay, yeah, my joy my joy has been I actually was driving from work today to go meet you to get our nails yes, done yes. and come here and I drove past my old place where we lived in Dallas Aww. and I was just thinking about like it's so often in the day-to-day we like don't realize how much we've grown or like how totally. much things have changed yes. and I was thinking back to this time last year which is so cool you brought that up where I was had just walked through a miscarriage I was living in 
the heart of Dallas and like a really busy season of life, like hustle and bustle, um, just didn't really feel rooted. And it mm-hmm. wasn't, I wasn't supposed to be yet. It was like yeah. the right time. Um, it was the right place for me at, the, at that time. Mm-hmm. But I feel like to now look a year later and be like, we own a home in like kind of a small town with chickens in our front yard. I love it. We're like, I say no more often than I say yes in this season because just like you're saying time is fleeting with your kids. Mm -hmm. I feel that with Steven. Like Mm -hmm. I just really cherish the time with him because I know it's it's coming to Yeah, like it just Not time with him, but Right, but the just us season is different. and, And I find like joy in doing laundry and like making sure our house is is put together and like nesting Mm -hmm. and like going to work and finding um really learning my identity is not in me being go 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 Mm -hmm. uh but in just being still and resting Mm -hmm. and being present in the season I'm in and so it's just crazy because I'm like wow I was driving through Dallas and I love Dallas and I never I'm such a city person yeah never in my wildest dreams would I think I would choose to move to like a small suburb like that's just not me that's never been me yes but I got coffee with a girl today who is a sweet like little sister of mine that's moving to New York City and she's probably like 19 she's super young but like so mature but talking with her, I was getting so excited for her for, like, oh, going to New to York come, and, like, like what's to come. 20s. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and I was like, oh, my gosh, like, you're going to, like, experience so much life and it's going to mm. be so cool. But in no part of me felt, like, jealous. No. Like, yeah. no part of me was like, I want and, – and, like, me and any other season have been like, I want to go live in New York. Totally. I want to go, like, yeah, this is you know, so good. live this gossip girl life or do these things. Mm-hmm. But XOXO. I could sit across from her at the table and be, like, so excited for her. Mm-hmm. And genuine excitement. And, and feel like – motherly towards her in yeah. a way of like and not in a belittling like oh that's cute sweetheart no. but in like a you go girl like that's awesome this is, but your, also, this is your season this is your I'm season but like it. I yeah. did that and yeah. like I lived in LA mm-hmm. and I traveled and toured mm-hmm. and like did these things and now I'm in a season where I'm about to have a baby and I'm yeah. like picking out Nesty. what kind of crib sheet I want and like know. you know what I want to wallpaper the wall mm-hmm. with and mm-hmm. all these things and it's just a totally different season and I'm thankful that I'm in this season and this is where I want to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm not like looking to my left or to my right. Mm-hmm. And I've allowed myself to grow. I think that's where I'm proud of myself is I'm like, man, I don't know when God did it. It mm-hmm. feels like while I was sleeping somewhere mm-hmm. over the past year, he just like was molding me like clay yeah. and making me into something new. Yeah. And I must have like allowed that to happen because instead of feeling like the tension of it, I kind of just feel the joy of it. Yeah, and I'm like, wow, that's so good. Like, how did I get here? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just thankful to be here. So it's the best. He's, so the, he's the potter with the clay. This is, yes. This is making me like just hearing you speak like this. I'm like, yes, well, my you dreams know, are coming true. I know. <laughs> Because you know, like, I'm like tell, me into, more, tell me more. Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm like joy and laundry. Yes, isn't that it's like so, who oh, am I? It's wild. It's the things that change. Like even coming, I, I'm in Dallas right now to work, watch The Bachelor. But like even leaving both the kids today, like I took a photo. Like I wasn't gonna be back five hours yes. later. I, I'm not leaving the state. I'm leaving like a little town, and I took a photo of. Tyler and the kids playing in George's room because I was like, bye, you guys. Like, I'm going to miss you. And it's so sweet that you just love being with your family because you're like, I'm in the season where I'm so needed by them. And it just feels like stepping away for even a couple hours just feels like it's so refreshing. But at the same time, you're just kind of like, oh, I'm going to miss all It's both. I I even felt that when I went to Nashville. I had a baby shower in Nashville, which was the sweetest thing of my friends there Mm -hmm. to, to feel like I'm so loved and our baby so loved in two places. But... 
I, when I went there, it was I've gone to Nashville a thousand times, yeah. and all throughout our marriage, I would go without Stephen. Uh-huh. Didn't think anything of it. Uh-huh. We were both like not okay. Like, I couldn't oh. sleep. I like was calling him all the time. He was calling me to check on. I me. got I'm back like, and he was oh. like, "I really can't have you leave that long ever again." And I was funny because before oh. I left, I cried the night before I left, and this is like so cheesy romantic, no, I but love this. he was like. He was trying to, like, reassure me. He's like, you're going to have so much fun. I was like, I know I'm going to have fun. That's the thing. I know I I I want to go. I know I'm going to have fun. But I also miss you so much already. Mm -hmm. And he was like, babe, this is the first time that you're actually taking a piece of me with you. I was like, and and then, of course, I lost it. Because he's like, our baby is going there. And, like, that's half me. And I just couldn't even handle it. But it is. I felt this, like, tie. And I think there's obviously parts of me that, like, it's annoying because you're like, man, I used yeah. to be able to do these things. I used to mm-hmm. be able to just be so carefree. But then it's also like I feel so rooted now and like my foundation is different mm-hmm. and my desires are different. Mm-hmm. I'm like I I genuinely enjoy like a Wednesday night watching like an Avengers movie, which has been like our new random thing right now. <laughs> Wait, I'm like I I'm really going to be laughing if our son's like obsessed with superheroes because I've watched the entire series Stop. while we've been pregnant. It's been weird. That's incredible. But like watching Avengers, making homemade popcorn That's and like cuddling sushi is like the best night of my life. And I'm like, like what happened to from? me where did this <laughs> where come did from? I go? <laughs> so we say all this to say to listeners, like at least I do in this season, like you might not be there mm-hmm. and that's beautiful. And don't totally. try to, don't force that because yeah. like, that will come. Like I didn't, like, try to grow up faster than I did. Yeah. But know that, like, to lean into what God's doing in your season right now mm-hmm. and to know that if we – I feel like when we're surrendered and we're in his presence mm-hmm. and we're, like, soaking up his word mm-hmm. and just spending time, like, he does really mold us yeah. as clay. And, and then we look back and we're like, how did we get here? Yeah, totally. You know, he molds our relationships. He brings the right people and he yes. brings the right position at work. He changes our desires to want to move to the right city mm-hmm. or to want to stay put when we always thought we'd want to leave. Like, mm-hmm. whatever it is, I feel like when we let him mold us, it's so much sweeter. And there are moments where I look at myself in the mirror with this, like, huge belly. So and I'm like, cute. I don't recognize I myself belly. in the coolest way. But I'm like, but he did it. You know, and I'm sure you yeah. feel the same way with your two kids. Like, you're like, who am I? Oh, yeah. There's moments. Literally yesterday they were crawling on top of me and a girlfriend of mine was over with her newborn baby. And she was like, I... She was like, I feel like you're a human jungle gym right now. And I was like, honestly, I am. Kids were just like crawling on top of me. George like ripped out my big hoop <laughs> earring. And I was like, oh my God. You're like, I'm a jungle gym. This is yeah, I'm a jungle gym. This is awesome. But like, again, when I leave that, like right now, it's so wild and crazy. Like being at, at home just because like George is crawling and Gwen's like all over the place and using words to try to be a big girl that she does not put in the right context. Stop. Which is really funny. Um... But all that being said, it's like crazy and wild, but I love it. Like, I'm just like, again, like, I love that I'm in this season too. And there's hard parts about it for sure. Mm-hmm. But when I step away, I'm always like, oh, but I miss it. Yes. <laughs> it's so it is. It's both. And it there, again, it's like the trying times with the good times. That's just what makes up life. Mm-hmm. You know? It's so true. It's so true. So guys. What a way to end the, this I know, right? Hello. I feel like we're just like, this is genuinely this is you guys real. just sitting yeah. getting coffee with us. Totally. Especially because we really haven't had a chance to catch up like this. Yeah. Um, and we have some more guests coming over the next couple weeks, but I feel like so much of our heart is just inviting you guys into our daily life, mm-hmm. and this is our daily life. And now, our daily life is going to consist of us watching, watching The Bachelor. Bachelor seeing who Pilot Pete picks to be his forever bride Honestly, or doesn't. I hope he just like realizes he's not ready to pick anyone. He just seems to so. chill. I know. Buddy, we pray for you. We love you. We bless you. (laughs) Guys, I'm Cammie. I'm Amanda. We are Basically Basic. And we know you are too. Be blessed. And be basic.